0: Hey good people, it's your girl D from Mishmash Socks coming at you with another topic of discussion. So I'm gonna talk about nine signs of a toxic family or family member and how to deal with it. This show idea came from a gentleman. His name is Uncle Ricky. He has his YouTube channel, Uncle Ricky. He's also on ACAST.com at UncleRicky00. Make sure if you check him out, let him know that Miss Matt Sox sent you. So Uncle Ricky asked me, how do you deal when one of the most toxic people you know is a member of your immediate family? A daughter or son that you can no longer defend because you know the reasons people hate or dislike him or her are legitimate. So I've talked about it, i thought about it, and, you know, what does it mean to be toxic? What does it mean? So I feel like a toxic person uh, displays actions or behaviors that hurt others and is negative to people around them and they're basically the main factor. A toxic family is one where they display actions that hurt or be negative and affect each other. So it's like they they are really enjoying hurting others. Like, Every family is going to have some issues. We're all not going to get along. Kumbaya, and you know if it is good, good blessings to you. I'm happy for you. But there are sometimes, you know, it's difficult. But sometimes difficulties can turn into toxicity. But that toxicity can affect your mental health. And what we're not going to do in 2022 is destroy our peace and let others destroy our peace. So toxic households and dealing with toxic close family members really will take its toll on you. It's like it leads to depression, anxiety, and basically you're like walking on eggshells. You're tiptoeing around conversations. You really start avoiding people. It messes with your self-worth, your self-esteem, confidence, self-love. And then you know, it's like very anxious. It and, and you know it it makes an inward turn. Like you'll just start believing what they are putting towards you. But it's like being in a long term unsafe environment can have a long term impact. It's going to start bleeding out into other relationships, school work, love or interest, just your friends, but. Back to the nine, you know, I like to count down on stuff. (laughs) Back to that nine signs of a toxic family member. They're abusive, like mental, physical, emotional. It's like the worst in how it can affect someone. You know, it's just so horrible. Like if they get mad at you and punch holes in the wall, eventually they're going to punch you. So that's something to look out for. Um, You feel depressed and anxious around them all the time. And they like it too. They just pick with you just to get your reaction. They're always criticizing and blaming you. That's number three. Four, they're manipulative. I'm starting to notice a lot of people are, you know, I'm starting to hear the term gaslit, manipulate, guilt tripping. It's good that a lot of people are starting to become aware of these. Like a, a family member will manipulate you or make you feel guilty or bad for not doing something. That's another like red flag, especially with Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up. A lot of times people get depressed and sad around this time of year, like Halloween is coming up. And I noticed some people are like, really not looking forward to the holidays. This is probably why. Um But yeah, manipulation is very toxic. Punishment is very harsh. Like being, when they discipline children, someone could be toxic. Like if you miss a call from your family member, that toxic family member, it's gonna be like a passive aggressive. Like every time you call them, they may not answer your call right away because the last time they tried to call you, You didn't answer the phone, so it's tit for tat. And that can be horrible because what if you really do need them? And what if you really didn't mean to miss their phone call? Or let's see, number six, the household or family member can be unpredictable. Like they might be nice one day, but you don't know it's genuine. So that's like walking on eggshells. Everything could be fine and everyone's laughing, and the next you know you. Say the wrong thing, and next to you know it all blows up. Number seven, they're dismissive of your needs; like they don't care about you. It's it doesn't feel like a safe place to ask your needs to be heard. You don't you don't get to ask questions about. Well, what do you, what do what do you think? Well, what do you think? I think it's it's always something. Like this goes that goes into number eight. There's a sense of competition. Toxic families can also breed unhealthy amount of competition, especially siblings. Thank goodness I don't have that problem. We don't even care. We're just happy we got each other. Oh, number nine, the last one on this little list I got started. They're controlling. They're the sometimes it's the parent or just the older cousin or something like that. Like. They can always belittle your choice in life of what you wanna do, or they have high standards. It's just, you know, how to deal with that. But, okay, we talked about nine signs of toxic family, but how do you respond to that? The first thing you need to do is learn what are your personal boundaries? What makes you start to feel like, huh, I don't like that. I'm tired of it. I'm not gonna come over no more. What What the, you need to learn what your boundaries are so you can recognize it and respond. Just like with fake people, like I talked about before. You know, you can either disengage, face it head on, but you need to know your audience too. But also knowing your boundaries and how to express those boundaries is the bottom line. So if you speak up and let them know they're crossing boundaries, you need to stick to that because what's gonna happen or what may happen is you're gonna go back and forth and you don't wanna go back and forth because you're never gonna get anywhere. It's gonna be an uneventful loop, if I must say. So setting boundaries and knowing what boundaries you have to hold those boundaries, you know, you get you gotta get to the point where you know you have boundaries. You're not gonna let someone talk to you. You know you look nice in your outfit, and they talk about you. Guess what? This oh well, they gonna let them talk about you. So what? So that goes into uh, empowering yourself. Like setting the boundary is, hey, don't call me while I'm at work. Or you could say, can you not bring up politics around me? Or I I'm not gonna participate participate in any of that type of discussion. I don't I don't wanna talk about it. Either leave the room and if you can't leave the room or leave the conversation in some way. Don't speak up. Don't listen. If, or leave. Sometimes you got to leave. And if you can't leave, bring a book or have your phone ready. Let them know. I don't need why I need to discuss it with you. Sometimes you might even have to seek outside help. Because they your family might be the only people you have to talk to or you feel comfortable with. But then sometimes you gotta look on both sides and look at a a medium, a happy medium sometimes. If you can't stand on your boundaries, you at least have to find a happy medium. But the bottom line, every family has some issues. You know, not every family is perfect. Not every family is toxic but there's, there's ways to identify that you just gotta make sure you deal with it but sometimes you have, sometimes you may have to end the relationship to get that point across not all the times you know they'll listen to you or like let's say you set a boundary and they keep crossing that boundary when they keep offending you and insulting you. Like I said, nobody, no family or no one is perfect, but they may need cut off. They may, they may need to see, you know what? We're not going, we're not, we're not going to, we're not going to put up with you. You're not invited no more. Or I'm not coming over no more. I'm not, we're not going to do that we're not going to deal with you because you're being childish. You're lying to us. Everyone was right about you. So, sometimes you know you got to cut people off. So, another example is when they talk trash about you on social media. Block them. Block them. That's the best thing to do. You don't want to keep seeing that stuff. Why hurt yourself? You know, why hurt yourself? When they constantly disrespect your values and beliefs, cut them off, block them. When they start impacting your mental health negatively, block them. When they start humiliating you and lying to you, leave them alone. Get rid of them. When they manipulate you and abuse you, do not get on a level, just leave them alone. But a toxic disaster is not worth your health or your livelihood. It really sucks, it really does. Guilt trips and backhanded compliments, nonverbal communication that makes you upset or anxious, leave them alone. Because when they start seeing they can get over it, toxic people, manipulative people, they they can go overboard. But once you, like what Uncle Ricky was talking about, starting to see the reasons why others are disliking them and and he's starting to see that family member is legitimately the problem, it's time to start working on it. It's time to start backing away and reevaluating. Back, I can't even talk. I'm getting mad. <laughs> it's time to start reevaluating the situation because it's like, is this person worth your peace? Is this person worth messing with the family? I know holidays and all that. Wow, wow, wah. Wow. All that's coming up, but really, is it really worth it? Maybe that he or she needs to be cut off to be like, you know what, no one wants to deal with me. I might need to make a change. You might help them out by cutting them off. Cutting people off, I'm telling you, some people don't get it. Like, it's a blessing. Like, sometimes it helps them out or they could be manipulating you and acting right, so watch that as well. I, you know, I gotta look at it in both ways. You know, you just gotta look at it both ways. But they need to know that that's a boundary. Like, you know what? You keep on, you keep on keeping on. We gonna, <laughs> you're not gonna come around again. You may have to cut them off, but you know what? Cutting them off early, it hurts. But guess what? It helps in the long run. Just like you accidentally cut yourself, cutting someone off. It hurts now, but it's gonna heal later. And it's gonna be good for everyone. So, I know cutting people off and all that sounds very easy, but sometimes it's good to, you know, spend some time apart from people too because you can have some time to reflect and look at the toxic behavior. And that way, you can see if you're wrong or if you're right. But what I would do, in the situation that Uncle Ricky brought up, is I would let her know. I would talk to her about it. And if, the, if she doesn't want to listen, that's when you know you really need to cut her off. But I'm gonna end this here But I'm going to leave a poll for my Spotify listeners. You know, would you cut off a toxic family member or just toxic family in general? Or would you stick with it and just work on yourself? All right. Well, talk to you guys later.